Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik Picardian. Hey, everybody. It's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. It's me and Tony in the studio today. We've had, we've had a run of <laughs> like in-studio stuff. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> We're like a pair of underoos, and I'm the top. Ooh. Um, <laughs> okay, anyway. Everybody's like, what the hell are underoos? Yeah, go, yeah, go Google it. You'll figure it out. Google uh, we happen to have a very special guest today. We're very excited to hear his backstory and talk about uh, the pedal that's sitting in front of us. Guest, who are you? I am, um, hello, I'm Travis Johnson at uh, Trapdoor Electronics. All right. Very, very happy to have you on board with us tonight. Um, where can people find the things that you do? Uh, trapdoorelectronics.com is, um, that's the website. And then there's, you know, the Instagram and, uh, which I think is also trap underscore door underscore electronics. That's a really, really long name. It really is. Oh, oh, you mean that underscore symbol? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spelling it out. Underscore. He was like, gripes. <laughs> Buy a vowel. <laughs> got cramps in my fingers. <laughs> uh, very, very cool. I need to, you know, Tony, if in the event that in we have events. some like new people that have just been joining us. Well, you know we do. Or have never heard us and are, are curious. Curious bystanders, listen up. Yeah. What do we do on the show, Tony? You know, we like to talk about gear, specifically boutique gear. And that's things like amps and guitars and pedals and accessories, all the good stuff. Yes. We Sometimes we talk to movers and shakers. Lots of movers <laughs> and shakers, players and whatnot. Authors. Authors. Indeed. And, and repairers. Yes. All those people. All those people that make musical world worth living. And interesting. Which yes. would also make it worth living, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that, I guess it's, maybe. Yeah, it's dependent yeah, on it's, certain things. So that's what we do. Okay. And that's what we're going to do today. Yes. And if you've never tried beer nuts, go get yourself some and <laughs> weigh in on whether people should have more of them or not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. Don't ask. I don't know. That just came out of nowhere. Sorry. I don't Sounds think I've like I've ever had them. Oh yeah. Well, you should oh. try them and then you yeah. decide for yourself and weigh in on weigh on yeah. weigh in on it. It seems like something you'd re- you should really like, and then you're like, I I don't know if I like these or not, and I don't know why. <laughs> I may or may not. Hmm. It's is the point to dry your mouth out so that you drink more beer. That That's is the point. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but I think I like Boston baked beans better. That's completely oh, different. Yeah. I don't That's like I'm just saying. I would rather have Boston baked beans. You mean the candy stuff? Yeah. What, yeah, with the Yeah, those, no, those are good. But yeah, that's they, not They look the, similar to beer nuts. No, <laughs> there's a peanut in them. That's it. Well, but they're it? similar. Yeah, anyways. I don't know what All right. there is. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a super fun show. First, we need to check in the mailbox. We don't have a mailbox, James. Letters. We got letters. We got loads <laughs> and loads one. of letters. I like it. We'll keep it. Okay. <laughs> this is from Bob Crouch. So if you remember a little bit ago. I do. Okay. We There was a there was an interesting discussion uh, with Bruce. Bruce Bacon. Bruce Bacon. Uh, about a chestnut wood. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, that was me. I brought that up because it was an Italian manufacturer that used old wine barrels. Yes. And in Italy, Anyways, that's they're a made of chestnut. That's a different thing. So he says, chestnut, being a massive hoarder of guitar body, wood blanks, um, I have a really nice chestnut body blank in my stash of wood that I bought recently. Ah. It doesn't feel necessarily super heavy, but I think it's all relative. I almost want Tony to vote on what shape I turn it into since he brought it up on the episode. Ooh. Depends on how big the blank is. Yeah. You could go for like a chestnut explorer or something. Well, that's, yeah, that's going to be probably way too big. Or, Or do the Gibson paddle. There you go. The Gibson paddle. Yeah, you know, the one that looks like a paddle. I can't remember the name of it. Don't scorn me for that. You know, <laughs> the, uh, the the guy, the guitar player from PIL played it. He's like, one oh, of yeah. the Travis Bean. No, it's not the Gibson paddle. Sorry. The Travis Bean with oh, the paddle, with the paddle yeah. body. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's kind of, I don't Why know. Why waste the wood? I, I applauded him for playing that. That was really cool. Anyways. Um, Let me give that some thought. Okay. I will get back to him. Okay. I have a feeling Bruce Bacon and I would get along really well. Any person who name drops the guitar player from King's X is okay <laughs> in my book. He mentioned not being on social. If you're comfortable doing so, pass on my number, blank, 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 and tell him it'd be fun to hang out and talk gear poobah to poobah anytime. I'm is just it, a few miles no, north. Is his number 8675309? Yes, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> uh, anyways, I, okay, so the first part I was really, I was like, hey, that's cool, chestnut and body, and yeah. he's going to talk to Tony. But that whole second part, I don't know if I should still be amazed. I feel like it's always good to be amazed, but I'm always amazed when there is some kind of connection that happens yeah. as a result of our shenanigans here. We get so many, <laughs> you know, notes and messages and stuff of uh, of people connecting with other people. That we had the 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 um, pi, uh, pints and pedals thing recently. Oh yeah, that was really um, nice. And all kinds of other stuff. And it's just really cool. I'm so glad you did that, Bob. And I hope you guys um, become the bestest of friends. I hope you become your own pair of underoos. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's find out what's going on in our music worlds this week with the lovely, yes. the semi-talented, mm. the um, that's uni- insulting to semi-talented, the people. unilingual <laughs> Ta- Tanya uh, Bolanski. I, I speak at least one and a half languages. Okay. So this week I did. A, I, it was interesting, and one of the fun things about the business that I'm in is people contact me with things that I don't even know exist. Um, and uh, a gentleman said, "Hey, do you have a?" A um, a template for the new Squire Jazzmaster Twelve, and I'm thinking, huh? I didn't know such a thing existed. So I did a little research online and things like that, and sure enough, Squire uh, came out. I think it's their Paranormal series with a twelve-string Jazzmaster. Wow! Um, and it street price is like 450 bucks which is i mean that's they're i won't Are say you going to go buy one? I'm th- well, here's what I'm thinking. I'm I'm going to hold off and when they start popping into the used market uh for, you know, 100 or 200 bucks less than that, yeah. I'm going to buy one. But um but it's really cool. It's what a, if they have one on DHgate? No, well, they probably won't. 
<laughs> they probably won't. But anyhow, I, so I checked into it a little bit, and it's it's really, I mean, it looks to be a solid build. It's um, it's got the Fender Electric Twelve hockey stick headstock. Um, oh. Oh, that's that's what's so that's a, gross. It's the best. It's not the best. It's the best. No, it looks. You know what? It reminds me every time I see that is the uh, popsicle that that <laughs> it's a Gumby. No, the popsicle in in Clockwork Orange that Alex come up <laughs> comes up and lists as as their their little record shop. Yes, oh, I'm yeah. to the Heaven Seventeen. Yes, Licky Poo. <laughs> yeah. So it's gross. Not that. Not that. that I mean the the headstock, not the other stuff. Yeah. Well, anyhow, um, so for, I, you know, new out the door four fifty. I think it comes in uh, white and uh, Lake Placid blue, and um, you know, it's it's a, it's slightly different than the twelve Fender twelve because it's got Jazzmaster pickups in it, and um, you know, but but all in all, it's it's a pretty solid deal, I think. And you know, if you know, somebody like me, or if somebody buys one and says, huh, I'd really like to put electric 12 pickups in it. Uh, Curtis Novak makes a really great set of, uh, of, of electric 12, uh, replicas. Uh, they're so good. In fact, that, uh, even the custom shop uses his pickups in those. Um, and, um, and then that led me, you know, I started doing, well, what other inexpensive 12 strings are out there? Electric 12s. Cause at, 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 I think in 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 my lifetime, I've owned probably ten or twelve <laughs> electric twelve string guitars, and I probably still own I don't know three or four of them. But um, uh, Guild, I think last year came out with a um, um, a Starfire twelve um, that was really inexpensive. And this, if, for those who don't, I'd know, be into that. Well, it's a double cutaway. It's, it only comes in uh, cherry red. No, uh, I'm not. No, but you it's but it's the Starfire one twelve, and it's only that one's only six forty nine for a set neck guitar. Um, really cool guitar. So I mean, they, I think there's some really nice options, inexpensive options for people that want to maybe dip their toe into the electric twelve string world. Um, you know, without buying a you know, $2,000 Rickenbacker or, uh, you know, some of the others that are out there flying around. But uh, so that's what I'd say. I'd take it if it was a Starfire 2. Uh, I like that. You like, you that like the single cut? Well, I like that it's not, you know, sort of like the Goober Fingers, like a 335. <laughs> the Goober Fingers? Yeah. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I like the, you know, the sharp cut horn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's cool. you, you, you do like that. Yeah, a Starfire in in all black, a Starfire two in all black. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Okay, right. that's what that's my music world this week. Fantastical. Travis, what about you? Which thing exactly? Yeah, the anything going on in week? your music. Pick pick a thing. Pick a, and, pick and, a and, thing. and remember, we're going to dig way deep into everything you're doing. So just oh, <laughs> I, I I learned this song, or I went to see this band, or you know. Um, I just recently, um, let's see, I just found, um, a copy is a 20th anniversary repress of this record that it's not really like anything else I listen to. So I don't know why I like it so much, but, uh, M Ward's end of amnesia. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that record I'm at all. I'm familiar with M Ward. Um, and yeah, I've been like listening to that late at night 
and um, reading. And uh, what are you reading right now? I'm currently reading two books, um, each more uh, enthralling than the last. Um, Catcher in the uh, Rye. No. Catcher in the Rye and um, <laughs> Clockwork Orange. <laughs> and a Clockwork Orange, yeah. Um, weirdly, both by J.D. Salinger. I, don't I, know should, I should read that book. I've which, never read which one? Clockwork Orange. Clockwork oh, it's, Orange it's is, hard it's to good. read. It's a hard yeah, read. It's, it's, it's got I'm a dictionary reading, in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've um, seen the movie like 20 times. My first band name was named after. Uh, was it Clockwork. like Devochka or something? It was called uh, Malaco Plus. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead, please. Um, reading um, Marx's Capital, and mm. I'm like 800 pages into that, and because that can be a little bit dry at times. I'm <laughs> going with the opposite of dry, which is Lolita, which is my one of my wife's favorite books. So I finally started reading that, and that's that's, that's, that's uh, been a made into like read. 20 movies, right? What's that? The that book. Yeah, there's two movies. One is Stanley Kubrick, and then one is a another. It's like Jeremy Irons or something. Well, it wasn't 90s. American Beauty kind of loosely based on that loosely idea. Loosely based this, on it. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a dynamic like that in there, yeah. but it's not as like Lolita is like a psychological study of. Uh, it's you know it's gross. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and you're really like inside this guy's head the entire time. Yeah. And, um, it's really insanely well-written and you, um, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing quite like it, I guess, that I read. Now you just said something really interesting, which is it's really gross now. Um, yeah. I, I don't understand. So my wife, when like she'll watch, I'm like, what are you, what are you watching or what are you reading? And it's always like some horrible thing that happened to somebody or some horrible circumstance i'm like how do you how do you commit so much brain cells to that this is you talking about what she's reading yes yes yeah so how do you stay in something that is obviously disturbing yeah I don't know. It's funny you mentioned Clockwork Orange because when I was um, also disturbing, <laughs> yeah, but in a different way. Yeah. Well, when I was like fifteen or something, I was like, I like stumbled across that movie. Like I was like, I turned on the TV and it was like the very beginning of the movie, and oh. I was like, oh, what's this? And then like you know, it's like these like big, colorful title cards, and then it it cuts to Alex's eye. Uh-huh. And I remember just being like super disturbed and being like, oh, I can't turn away from whatever that, I'm about to watch. That must have been a short film on TV. <laughs> it was, no, it was like on HBO or something. Oh, okay. Mm, like, uh, yeah, yeah, why did they even bother editing? <laughs> <laughs> 15 yeah. minutes um, later, it's done. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. I've just, it's always been a thing like uh, to kind of, if something's like, oh, yeah, it'll make you feel weird. Like somebody says that about, a movie or a book or yeah. something. I'm like, cool, sign me up. Yeah. But well, it must be good. I mean, it they they keep perpetuating, you know, that kind yes. of stuff. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, it's gotta be good at the same time. It can't just be like weird or gross for weird yeah. or gross's sake. But, yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, all right. And congratulations on your marriage. <laughs> thank you. Um you too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Todd, what about you? What's going on in your musical world this week? Well, my music world was um, interrupted. 
mm. uh, because um, I this week I attended my dad's um, uh, memorial. Yeah. Um, yeah, I lost tough. my dad uh, last week, and um, it was uh, well on on June tenth, but. It was uh, obviously a very difficult thing to go through, but um, um, you know, it's life, and that's what happens. And we yeah. had a actually before the show started, we had a great talk with uh, with Travis and uh, and also Tony. Who you know, we're kind of it's what happens. We're of a certain age. We're, we're, well, you're of a certain age. Yes, I'm an orphan now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. Um, anyways, so for all that have lost uh, someone near and dear to them, um, we uh, tip our hats to them. And yeah. if you haven't lost them yet, oh, hang on to them, hug them, yeah. hug them, and love yep. them hard. That's what you got to do. Time. Uh, so anyways, I'm jumping back. This is my uh, first day kind of back into it. I actually got home last night, and I I went and, and just kind of looked at all my guitar gear, and I said, man, I just can't yet. I just yeah. I, I didn't have the, the the stuff for it. Well, um, you've, been through, you've been through a lot in the last week or two. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's super disorienting. It really, really is, yeah. Um, more so than you think, and then you start trying to figure out, like, wait, why am I feeling? The, I just not mm-hmm. like not – like oh, I'm feel terrible because I lost it. It's like weird, different things. Yeah, that you're it's going just through. it's so, a, it's a change. It is a change. Yeah. At any rate, but um, looking forward to this weekend, Tony. Yes, Sunday, 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 Sunday. It's the All Ohio Guitar that's Show. That's right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, so that's gonna be super fun. I'm assuming you're going. Yeah. Yes. yes I'll Steve be there. Off well. tables. So. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you need to, I, I may throw a few things on your table. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, I'll charge you eighty dollars. That's okay. <laughs> um, that's not okay. So, anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna be back into it. But oh, actually, you know what? I do have a little thing in my music world. So we are getting. Uh, a pretty fair amount of radio play right now on our latest release, and I'm really, really oh, excited. Oh yeah, I about saw that. that. Yeah, I saw you that post you put up. That's cool. And we've been tracking like where's it being played and and how many times it's being played and who's playing it and all that stuff. And that's that's really cool. So we gave a, an exclusive release to uh, CD 92.9 here in Columbus. Um, we've got a, a AKA re- CD 101. Yeah. And AKA CD 102.5. Oh, yeah, 102.5. <laughs> Anyways, um, they're really great down there, and they do such a great job supporting local artists. They and, really do. Um, yep. and, and actually, uh, Tom, uh, Tom, shout out to you. You're, uh, Tom Butler is, is a, uh, become a, a friend, um, and he's going through a similar thing that we just kind of talked about. So anyhow, all good people out there and all good music out there. That's right. So let's figure out what if I was... Oh, wait, I got another thing. What? What? This actually plays into it. Tony, no, you know what? Here's the thing. Tour Gear Designs patch cables came in so handy because r- before I left... Yes. Uh, ...to go down to see my... Um, to You know, for all the stuff, I was, as mentioned before on the previous one, I was like, hey, I'm exploring different drive sections and stuff like that. And uh, I had an idea for this song, and I was like, man, I'm just not... I can't. I'm looking at the wall of, of you know pedals and stuff and trying to think about like what's this? What do I need? What do I need? And I caught a glint of gold, 
And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sitting sort of in on the shelf, because it's too big to sit on the, on the wall, is my Hello Sailor. Hello, Sailor. Uh, um, I, I just want to say smiley face. Is it super? No. Uh, Why can't I think of it? Range Master. No. no. Fuzz. Fuzz. R- uh, the round. <laughs> What's the name of the Fuzz face. <laughs> Fuzz face. <laughs> Anyways. Um, it is, it doesn't look anything like that anymore. It's, it's all painted like completely black and it's got gold, like, uh, seventies car stereo knobs on it. It's really cool. Um, and I said, okay, I remember that thing sounded pretty awesome and it's made out of all, uh, new old stock, uh, and vintage naval, uh, British naval components. I say. Yes. So it's it's not gonna sound like any other any other fuzz face fuzz face <laughs> that you can think of. And I plugged it in. I was like, "Yes, this is it, man!" It sounded so good. It was it was the thing that I needed right then and there. And I and got a new song out of it. And I was like, "Heck yeah!" Did you see you did you you saw that uh, the Bee Gees fuzz pedal that I sent you? Yes, that has a a, a, a photograph on the top and. Six sets of LEDs where their eyes yes. are. I love that. It's <laughs> pretty amazing. So, anyways, uh, the point being is yes. that in order to do that, I didn't. Uh, I had to put it off the pedal board, but I still had to go into the looper and everything. And I uh, used my extra long. I think it was the eighteen-inch pedal uh, uh, patch cable to do it. Now again, Tour Gear Designs coming in, coming through. With the good stuff in order to make sure that my pedals are all working in unison. Yeah, but you know, Todd. Mm, I do. And you well. probably at some point need some more cables. You do. And to get them, you're going to go to tourgeardesigns.com. Yes. And then what, Tony? Well, you buy, 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 buy. Put in my... So long. Yeah, no. So long. Oh. Very well, no. Uh, you, know, you just fill up that. Fill that shopping cart till it hurts. Yeah. But it isn't <laughs> going to hurt that much because no. these are... I would say probably a, a bargain. They at, are a bargain. At, and um, when you go to your checkout, there's a little place that says coupon code and type in the guitar knobs, all lowercase, all one word. You'll save an extra 10%. And that makes a product like this even more affordable. Just buy as much as you can because you're going to use them. I mean, I, if you got them sitting around, that just means you need to go get more pedals. Duh. Exactly. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so, like, you like this one right here, the one that's sitting in front of us that we're going to talk about in just a moment. Yes. So, go to tourgearsdesigns.com and get yourself some of these things. Thank you to Tour Gear Designs for sponsoring our four on the floor. Tony. Let me get a little bit of this. One, two, one, two, three. Four on the floor. All right. Travis Johnson from Trapdoor Electronics. What is your four on the floor? Uh, my first one is an always on pedal for me, and it's um, uh, the Death by Audio Evil Filter. Um, and I, um, I, I just like always have it in uh, low pass mode, and I never really use the fuzz part of it. That's the evil part of it, I guess. But um, that's just. Like I was at working at Death by Audio at the time, and um, which is you know another. And story, we'll get but, into we're going to get into that. Yeah, didn't we so, give so anything away? No, no, no. So everybody just hang on a sec because everybody's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Don't worry, we're getting there. 
but that's that's part of the the how I came across how I came across it and um yeah I never I somehow never had a filter or even like an EQ pedal before and now I'm just kind of addicted to always having it there and um I just like feel uncomfortable with it off it's uh-huh. it's really weird like just there's like too many highs in the wrong kind of highs or whatever if I don't have it on and um that is yeah like I said I guess if I had a a weird thing about it, it would be that the fuzz is just not like anything I would really use, but all the other things about it are awesome. I love right. all the, the modes. But the it, it's, it's something that your buddy would have used, huh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it is, so that fact. gives it away. It's going to sound insane. Yeah. 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 Cool. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. That looks like a really awesome pedal. I think that I played it at one at uh, the two. This is the, 2019 now is it 18 2018 it was it think we yeah it would have been introduced at 2017 but yeah it would have still been there in 2018 yeah i think i played there but it was also like incredibly noisy so i probably didn't really (laughs) get the i was like okay yeah this is is crazy i need some aspirin um that's cool and now that's uh deceivingly it looked what size box is that that's kind of a big box isn't it I'm not even sure what the name of that enclosure is. It's it's that will actually that would be the other downside for me is that it's because I only use the filter part of it. I part of me wants to just like make my own. That's what it's I was just, just like, gonna say. You yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do it. That's just a filter, smaller enclosure because it's um, it's very large and it's like laser etched which is really cool. Uh, but it's, you know, it's really heavy and, um, it's really related heavy, to it. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a heavy thing. So it's, I don't even know. Yeah. Like I, I'm curious now what size that enclosure is. Cause I don't think I know of another pedal that uses it even. Hmm. Um, yeah, but, I think that's a, it's a taller pedal too, isn't it? I guess it's a little taller. Is it taller? That's a good question. I don't want to say yeah. my pedal boards in the practice space right now. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, so I don't. I don't want to speak out of turn there. I. But I it might be a little taller. I feel you, man. Um, all right. What's number two? Number two, not super sexy, and related to number one is the Moog Expression pedal, huh. um, which I am just probably annoying my bandmates by constantly adjusting like every part of every song is like um it's tied into the evil filter and i'm just constantly like no nope, i don't want that many highs on this part now i want this one this part to be like super crystally and bright and so i'm just it enables me to make every part of the song even live you know kind of yeah. more dialed in the way i would want to do it on That's a record actually you know? really a- cool idea i it's I great i didn't understand it it's, it's kind of like a little bit of a troy van lewin kind of a trick there yeah it's like on it's like you know there's parts of records like i don't know maybe like a radiohead record or something where it's like kind of rolled off jazzy old-timey kind of sound yeah and and then it you know like the next part isn't like that and um that sounds very studio-y but you can do that live and you know I mean, I can also sweep it back and forth and get that kind of gooey, um, slightly wash sound 
Yeah, wasn't well, like 15 but... steps. Is that? Oh that, yeah, it, it's that's kinda, probably kind of got that vibe, and then it gets yeah. a little weird. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, that's that's number two. It's, like it's interesting because as soon as you said that, and I, and I I think that with Troy Van Leeuwen on that one, not because of their previous stuff, but I've just been listening to their latest release, and it it's like there's a lot of like rolled off guitar stuff like the whole thing is oddly rolled off and interesting and yeah on the newest, um, it's very different on the newest one yeah interesting i haven't yeah. listened to it yet um anyways okay so uh number three number three is gonna have to be um i think it's gonna be the even tide pitch factor i don't use it as much now as i used to but um when i first got it i was like such a um just like idea factory um so i think it's got it it's i I can't take it off my pedal board at this point like it takes up also a lot of space but it's not going anywhere yeah Um, that does an awful lot of stuff it does too much stuff to take off yeah 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 um yeah that looks like a headache in a box i'm sure it sounds really great but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, because it's like so. It's a harmony. It's it's kind of like, um, isn't this like the precursor to the to the H H ninety yeah H nine and exactly. H ninety yeah um, yeah. It's it's probably like slightly inferior in a lot of ways, and it definitely takes up I think more space. Yeah, um, but it's the one I got used to and have. And um, do you use yeah, a I lot mean, of the settings? Because this has so this has got diatonic quadravox har modulator micro pitch h910 h949 pitch flex octaver crystals harpagator and, and <laughs> synthonizer yeah all of the names have to be as stupid as possible yeah. for all of the settings and, and and it's and what's cool is they give you those settings and then on top of that there's there's 11 knobs and three right. foot switches so you know yeah. If you got that, what can go wrong a summer you, know? you can <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, uh, yeah i mean like i had i kind of got it at the time to replace i used to have very obnoxiously um two boss ps3s set to different harmonies mm. um and because and i you know i had one and then i would in the middle of sets have to like tune one to a different like harmony or whatever which was really annoying and my bandmates hated it so I was like, well, I'll get another one. And then I just realized like, oh, this bandmates literally... really hate you. They don't like me. I don't, <laughs> I, I can't keep them for one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they just don't like me with pedals. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. But they would be like, come on, Travis, you can't be doing that in the middle of a set. So like I got a, I got a second one and then I got the, the pitch factor, which you can just store the harmonies in there. Um, and as like banks and, um, then yeah, there's some other settings on there where you can like kind of make the pedal sound like an organ or the guitar sound like an organ or a little bit like a theremin or stuff like that. And, um, you can also make it sound like the most obnoxious, like circus music ever if you're not careful. But, um, I try not to do that. Yeah. That just gave me an idea. It would be really cool if somebody came out with a pedal that was like, a like the H nine or, or something like that, though, you know, like an organ uh, mm-hmm. organ pedal but they named it the uh like like either the portland or the washington 
Because <laughs> it's an is you know organ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Organ. It's stupid. It's stupid. Don't uh, why do, I do this to myself. Okay. Well, last one. Not last one. Last one. I'm gonna go back to the uh, my old my old haunt and uh, go with the death by audio rooms because uh-huh. I swear I'm not I'm not shilling for anybody here. It's it's um it was also another thing where like I'd never had never had a reverb pedal on my board my whole life. I had delays, but um and the the rooms is just like uh, also the big box. It's a pretty that is a tall box for sure. That's it's not as big square footage wise as the evil filter, but um, it's taller and it's just got enough sounds on it. Like, you know, in any given practice, I'm not like trying out all these sounds, but like right. I dialed in my sounds and it's got enough, but not too much. Yeah. And it just kind of like, now it's like, cool. Now I, and now it's got I a have blend like, knob. Oh. It's got two blend knobs. You it's blend got two in two blend knobs. Oh. You, you're cool. <laughs> you bl- blend in your uh, your clean and your wet. Yes. Like they both. It's not just the sweeping between the two of them. It's, That's so very cool. You can cool. turn both of them all the way up. I dig a blend knob. Yeah. Oh. Well, that is one heck of a pedal board, man. That's a. I'm. I'm curious to hear what kind of what your music sounds like now. Um, super stupid, really. Uh, <laughs> um, is it out uh, on Spotify? Can people listen to it? Yeah, this band called Activity is the band. Is it like a goofy um, spelling or something? No, it's not. Um, I kind of wanted it to be just so it would be more Googleable. My bandmate fought me and was correct to fight me on it. I wanted. I, I was maybe like, what if we change this C to a K? And he was like, nope. We're not doing that. So it's just it's just plain old activity. It's go play with your harmonizer, you boob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's cool. All right, everybody, go listen to activity. Is there a particular track you'd point people to? Um, my fave is that's out. Well, we just we just put out a new single actually because we have an album coming out in uh, August. Um. It's uh, that song is called Department of Blood, actually. D- Department and, of of blood. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. It's um spelled B L U D. Spelled A C T I V I T. Um, which is odd uh, because that's also the acronym is date of birth. <gasps> <laughs> I know. I thought of that today, actually. Um, but no, at the beginning of the pandemic. We were doing a thing, like, you know, Bandcamp Fridays. That was like a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I think we were doing a thing where, like, if you ordered something from us on a Bandcamp Friday, we would like write you a song. <laughs> and one of the ones I did was this like sampler sketch, and I just didn't know what to save it as, so I just saved it as, like jokingly as Department of Blood. <laughs> and then we like first thing that came to your head, song. huh? Okay. First thing, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the stuff I read. I don't know. <laughs> Um, and then it stuck. So yeah, that's it. But, um, lots of Sonic cool stuff on that one. Yeah. For me. Right on, man. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, we love a good four on the floor and that was a good one. So onward and upward, we need to find out, um, more about you. Uh, we need to find out Mm -hmm. more about your, about trapdoor. And uh, this lovely pedal in front of us. Um, 
let's talk about the pedal just really quick. Um, I mean, not just mm-hmm. really quick. You know, we'll talk about it, but uh, we also <laughs> want to dig into how you ended you up at this place. You have two minutes. <laughs> 30 seconds or less. Describe <laughs> your... <laughs> Make me love your pedal now. <laughs> <laughs> Worked in pedals for a long time at uh, Death by Audio. Uh-huh. And that was kind of um, stumbled across it in the form of uh, hanging out in the old place where um, the the pedal, the pedal company used to be, which was also a music venue. And um, I think at some point just was like, do you ever need any help? And uh, they did. But should I go more into that now, or do you want me to save that? Or um, uh, Yeah, just, let's just let's start there. Let's start there. Let's just start wherever we're at. We're at the beginning. That's a very good place um, to start. Cool. Uh, um, yeah, so at some point I um, – started working there kind of like as they needed me. And I mean, it was just me and, uh, Oliver and this, uh, one other guy. And, um, it was like that for years and, um, eventually just like became like, it became like what I did. So, so there's um, a chance that you may have personally spray painted my, uh, fuzz war. Yeah, there's a very good chance. Um, and it's probable that, um, depending on when you got it, that my initials are on the inside. I will check for um, that. Not that it's not that that's that cool of a thing, but no, uh, that is, I dig that. I love that stuff. Well, I was on, I was on tour in the fall with this band and there, they had an echo dream that needed repair uh-huh. and when we opened it up so that I could fix it. My initials were in there. So that was nice. Fun. It was at least funny. Um, not ha ha funny. Um, <laughs> it's ironic. Don't yeah. you think? But not ha ha funny. Yeah, I feel like that. <laughs> um, and yeah, so in like 2018, I was kind of like, I think I, you know, I just wanted to move on, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And um, last year, at some point, somebody tagged me. This guy named Eldlin, who's um, like a a pedal aficionado on Instagram, like tagged. Um, me for this pedal that I had done at Death by Audio. It was the only pedal that I ever like did entirely, mm-hmm. kind of my, my own thing. But it was a limited edition pedal called Exit Index. Oh, and, yeah. Um, it kind of just gave me this idea of like, what if I put those, like, oh, no, it, I think then I like was like, oh, are people, are people still buying these things like used? I looked them up on Reverb, and there were a couple on there going for like a lot of money. So I was like, "Well, that sucks. I don't want somebody to have to pay that much money for it." And like said about like seeing how easy it would be to put out a, a version of it with some of the problems that I had never liked about the original fixed. So that that's kind of the story of how I started doing my own thing. So what is, and, what's, what's yeah. the difference between uh, the one that you've put out and uh, the original? The biggest thing is that the original is not, unlike every other Death by Audio pedal and probably probably drove Oliver nuts, um, is not very loud. In fact, it, like you, depending on what you're putting into it, it might even like cut some of your signal okay. um, a little bit and, um, so the first thing I did was like, you know, I recreated the circuit and then was like, all right, now I want to make it 
louder mm-hmm. and um, just got out some uh, JFETs and misbiased the hell out of them. <laughs> and um, weirdly that produced, instead of normally that produces like this like dying, sagging, splatty sound, mm-hmm. um, it weirdly produced like the cleanest gain I've ever Huh. I'd ever come across in some in a design of my own, and um, so that's the first <clears throat> first change. And um, through that, you also get like a, a really you can blend out the effect entirely and just use it as a really awesome gain drive boost pedal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other things are I made the expression in very. Uh, interactive where I was on the, on the old one, it had like never really done what I wanted it to. Um, it just didn't have as much play. It just wasn't that playable. If you plugged an expression pedal in, it was like kind of on or off still. It wasn't sweepy and gooey and cool like I wanted it to be. And uh, now it is. Now it's like you can really make somebody – like if somebody doesn't know you're playing with an expression pedal, you, you could be like, "What? How is the guitar doing that?" Mm-hmm. Um, so what? So what? What uh, does the expression pedal uh, affect? It changes. It sweeps the the shape knob, okay, um, which is the one that kind of affects like how, um, kind of I guess like how nasty or how violent the tremolo sound is, mm-hmm. um, and so you can kind of make it, you know go from mellow to like really thumpy and, um, harsh. Yeah. Total, um, like total square wave. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and just really, really deep and, um, and just nasty sounding. And if you have the rate all the way up, then it's like basically like oscillating a, a, a tone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I made it so that you could like, you know, have it within like parameters that you control instead of like, you know, there's different ways you can do expression stuff, but I wanted it to be like still pretty dial inable. So now, um, it works exactly like I wanted it to. Oh, cool. So for me, yeah. I just sent you something, Travis. Oh, and oh, it, it, that is not me. Let's see who that is. That looks like, and what, who is that? Oh, you know, this is right, like right around the time that I left. Like this is like two or three, it's two months before I left. Ah. And which doesn't mean that I wouldn't have signed anything. But um, by the time I did leave, I wasn't really building that many pedals anymore at Death by Audio. Um, and that was kind of a checks. bummer. <laughs> just cash and checks, just swimming in money. You know, <laughs> I, 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 had, I had built myself a room. Uh, that I just filled with all these checks. I would, and sometimes I'd cash them. Sometimes I wouldn't, you know, I just go in there and sit with the money. Really nice. Scrooge McDuck. Um, <laughs> Someone would be no, like, Travis, I, why aren't you doing anything? You say, cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> no, it was like too much. Like, uh, you know, it was more and more like the company was getting bigger and I just, part of what I like doing was literally like just the hands-on stuff. Mm. And, um, I wanted to, if I was going to do it, I wanted to go back to doing that. So, and I think that, that might be Oliver's signature. I can't tell. Um, yeah, probably, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Um, 
So the the pedal that you guys were just uh, discussing, um, mm-hmm. I think you've done a, a pretty cool job of expressing what this sounds like on your Instagram. Um, I ran across it and I was like, oh, what's this? Which I love when that happens. And I was cool. like, dude, this sounds cool. And I really dig the vibe that you have for your actual Instagram page. Oh, cool. Yeah. What, I'm curious, what is what is that vibe? Because I'm just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to post the thing. <laughs> it's like, um, how do I want to say? It's like. Uh, it has a certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like Metro Psych. Mm. Cool. Is that fair? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I yeah. just made up a new genre. I just made it up like that. Bang, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> if Stanley Kubrick had a Instagram <laughs> site, it would be like this. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's what, Yeah, that's all I, all I want, really. <laughs> um, but I really liked the, the duplicative things that were happening with it, you know, like mm-hmm. with just the, the stuff that was kind of happening on top of each other there. Yeah, 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 exactly. I. I want to, you know, it's a really like interactive pedal. It, it, it's the kind of pedal a friend I just gave. I don't know if you guys know that this band, Proto Martyr. Um, Proto Martyr. Yeah, they sound from the name like they sound like they would be like a Finnish metal band or something, but they're not. <laughs> um, the it's like post punky stuff. It's real good. Um, but I gave one of them a pedal, the guitar player, and um, not the drummer, weirdly. Um, I gave the <laughs> guitar player a pedal and he was saying like, it's the kind of pedal that I feel like is, you know, I, I maybe shouldn't tell anybody this, but he was just like, you know, it's the kind of thing you write a song around because it makes you play differently when you play it. Um, instead of like, you know, a delay where you already have a riff and, or a reverb or something, it just kind of makes an existing riff more what you have in your head. This is kind of like. To me, it like gives me ideas for how to play, and that's that's kind of how I wanted it to be. Yeah, I I think that those pedals are really necessary out there. Like the idea of having a pedal that's like always on, or you can play, you can get your entire sound from. We need those too, of course, mm-hmm. um, for sure. But just like I was talking about with Hello Sailor's pedal, mm-hmm. I'm like man, I just need a thing to do something that is a little bit more this than anything that, that, and I don't even know what the, this is. Exactly. And then you plug it in you're like, Oh, that's the, this totally. Yeah. Yeah. And for some people, I'm sure some people have bought this. (laughs) I feel bad, but uh, probably some people have bought (laughs) this thinking like, this will be that pedal. And then they're like, this is not that pedal for me. And, but for some people it will be, you know, and that's, that's, kind of like you know when i got like a i got a sampler and the, because of the workflow of that specific sampler it makes me come up with certain kinds of ideas yeah and yeah I was kind of thinking something like that it's like it's got idiosyncrat idiosyncrasies to it that are um unique to it but you'll play into that if it's for you yeah it's a super fun pedal and i think that there's uh, an op obviously you can get really crazy with the cheese whiz mm-hmm. or or you can spend the time and really and that and that's kind of what i did i said okay clearly i can get some insane sounds here not ridiculous where you're like this is totally unusable mm-hmm. um but i actually spent time trying to go like okay what what can i 
you know, just little tiny changes in, in, in finding where on the map I was like, ooh, this I can, because I'm the only guitar player in my band. Right. So um, I, I don't have the guy that just sits there and, and you know, does the crazy business, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like, mm-hmm. like Johnny Greenwood or something like that. Yeah, it falls to you to yeah. do all of it. Yeah, that. so I got to yeah. carry it. So it, it, I, anything that I do that has um, more of an effect than the normal, than the, than the rest of the song is carrying has to really work. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I don't have fun playing other, you know, just all kinds of stuff at home. But when I'm actually creating music, I'm like, you know, what could I, where can I find my, this, this to work in something or can I, or do I just say that's going to make a sound, but not right now, you know? Right. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Very cool. And, uh, and I'm a fan of the, uh, just the overall aesthetic of it. I thought that was really, it's, it's, it's kind of nice. I dig it. Awesome. Yeah. That was, that was my wife is a graphic designer and, um, I was thinking she was going to do it. And then at some point, like, I just was like, is this good? And she was like, yeah, just do that. So, <laughs> that sounds about Stop right. Stop bugging yeah. me. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. I hate graphic design. <laughs> I have to do it all day. <laughs> so uh, we opened up the back ears, and it is indeed initialed by a, a, a certain TJ. I'm assuming that's you. Yes. That is me. Yeah. And uh, with the... Uh, engraving melt the guns oh yeah on the bottom so tell you, me about you got that. one of those so yeah. that's um i was saying i can't remember if it was uh in, before we started the podcast or after but um i was saying that there had been like some crazy stuff going on in the last month or so and um one of those things was um i hope this isn't too heavy or dark but um or political but uh my wife's best friend, she was maid of honor at our wedding, um, was killed in a shooting oh, in, geez. Uh, in Atlanta. And, um, yeah, it was insane. And, um, I, you know, I kind of came back from the funeral and I, I didn't really know. I was like, I don't know what, this is like such a, a, a an insane problem that we're dealing with in specifically in our country. And I was like, the very least, the absolute least I can do is quote an XTC song. I was going to ask if I was going to ask if it has some relationship to XTC. One of my favorite bands. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, I had that song stuck in my head the whole weekend I was down there and, or probably that whole couple of weeks. And so I was just like, like I said, it was like, I was like, this is literally the least I can do is if somebody out there opens this up and they can, um, just be like, Oh, I wonder what he meant by that. And it, you know, or why, why would somebody say that? And if they want to reach out to me, they can, I can tell them where it came from. And that's kind of it really. Um, cool. That's, that's, that, that, that answers both. I'm just, I'm, I'm sad, sad that you had to do it because of that reason, but yeah. Um, but I'm glad that we have that. I think that's a, that's a a touching little, um, memoir in there, man. That's, that's, well, it's not really a memoir. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Yeah. XTC is a band that boy, do we need them right now? Truly. They're so far ahead of their time. Yeah, Crazy. Unfor- yeah, unfortunately so. Yeah, yeah. My favorite song by them is "Complicated Game." That's a good oh, that's one. That's a really good oh, one. Oh man! That's a good one. Oh man! Please, ladies and gentlemen, if you're like, 
What's this XT, XTC stuff? Um, please, just give yourself like four minutes, three <laughs> minutes or whatever. Block everything else out yeah. and listen to the song Complicated Game. Yeah. Oh, my Classic gosh. Classic album, too. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, so, pedal check. Now, is that the that is that the only pedal that you have in your lineup right now, or are you working on it, others? You, what do you have? I am working on others. I was actually doing it today. Um, and But if so, right now, the Exit Index is the only one. Um, I'm hoping the next one will be out end of the year some sometime. Um, and it'll always be, I think, kind of... Um, as I can make them kind of thing. I'm like, yeah. I never want to do a, um, infinite expansion kind of thing at all. Oh, um, okay. Not, not that that was like, there's the market for it anyway, but you know what I mean? I just like, I like the idea of being like, well, I, I don't have any more. So right now the website says sold out instead of, um, having like 30 back orders to fill or, and then having to hire people. And right. I just, right. I want to keep it small and, fun cool now you were talking about working at death by audio before um Mm -hmm. and now you you branched off and did your own thing when you got uh when you were trying to get into them like did you already have an electronics background or a music background or how did how did that happen music uh non-electronics so it was like um like i said there was a venue like the, there was named death by audio it was named after the pedal company that was in the same building. It was a, like a DIY kind of warehousey venue. And I was, um, I that's think, shocking. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have guessed? Um, um, and I want to say I was there because, um, for playing a show or something like that and just met everybody that was living in like the loft space in the back. And, um, so when I, yeah, when I, I went on tour with like some of the people and, um, that lived there and when they needed help, I like, I remember just being like, okay, so where's the thing that like makes it louder? You know, I'm not realizing that like making it louder is like a series of components. There's not like a box that you just like attach, you know, it's like, right. this is the loud box. This is, this over here is the distortion thing. And so I knew literally nothing didn't didn't know how switches worked um and but i was like drawn to it immediately and it wasn't just like a passive like well this is a thing to pass the time or make a little bit of money or whatever it was like i i wanted to know how it worked yeah yeah you got bit i got bit yeah so they hired you on and Mm -hmm. um were were you instrumental in developing any of the pedals or I would, except for the that exit index pedal, I would, I would not want to say I was instrumental in any any development, except for you know it was almost all, um, almost always like a design would start with Oliver, and um, we would kind of weigh in as it was getting developed, or we'd play on things and be like, here's where I think a guitar player that's not one of us might think why it isn't not do this, you know, or it needs to do this more or something like that. But, um, most of the time, except for when I was working on my own designs, which 
only came out, it came to the one pedal ever. Um, I was just building and, um, and learning, but, um, yeah, I got to give all the credit to Oliver on, on all the pedals there for sure. Well, you getting familiar with building obviously got you to the next, your own step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it was awesome when I, when I bought all the stuff to start making these, how quickly it just came back to me after a couple of years of just being able to do it with my eyes closed, almost. And, which I don't do, by the way. Um, <laughs> And they're made with eyes open, I promise. Um, <laughs> so but, um, who, yeah, who are, who are some of them? You know, you got this pedal that you designed. Um, some people make them out of necessity and some people make them out of influence. Were there musical influences that, that drove you to the kind of uh, music and pedals that you are making? Yeah. I mean, um, as a kid, hearing... Um, uh, some of these are probably really kind of obvious, but, um, like hearing Sonic Youth, hearing, um, Pavement, hearing Radiohead, um, here in, especially with Radiohead, it was like that weird mixture of like, I don't know what's making that sound, um, that I was really drawn to. And, uh, as far as any pedal that I would ever put out, I would probably want, unless it's just a totally like utilitarian pedal, like a boost or a distortion or something. Uh-huh. I wanted, wanted to get at that. Like, I can't tell what that is. Mm-hmm. Sound, mm-hmm. I guess it can get really expressive when it gets into that, that realm. So the, for me. the kind of music that you're making has less clear lines. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a big thing for me when I'm making music. And that's one of the things that I loved so much about this pedal was that, um, it just allows everything to get a little bit, uh, stranger and like, um, um, in between That'd things. That'd be a good name for a pedal, by the way, just saying to go ahead and stranger. Take, take that one. <laughs> sure. Cool, man. Um, so you're going to, I mean, are, are, uh, it, within your newly found, relatively newly found company, right? This is, you've been mm-hmm. operating for how long? Um, I guess I, I, the pedal came out in late April. So I, you know, I started working on it. Man, I pounced before. right on that, didn't I? Holy yeah, you were, you were in on the beginning. That's yeah. cool. I love yeah, that. For See? Sure. I love that. <laughs> yeah. The magic of Instagram. Yes, it is. I it, well, it, every once in a while it pays off because I spend enough time on there that it's really stupid. <laughs> uh, and, and I don't do it just to, you know, to melt my brain. Like I'm, I'm constantly trying to find new and interesting things. And um, I actually, you know, have have found quite a few, and I'm, I'm really happy about that. That's how he found me, including yourself. Oh yeah. really? You guys met on there? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a yeah. new and interesting thing. Yeah. Check me well, out. Yeah. Tony <laughs> was actually running out of the uh, Krispy Kreme store with <laughs> with, a, with a face full of, of donuts that he thought he stole, but didn't know that they gave them to him for free, you know, right <laughs> off the hot belt. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> now I know better. You never catch me. Yeah. <laughs> 
and I got a bad knee too. <laughs> so uh, uh, let's see. You're talking about your pedals, as I just was before. I so rudely interrupted myself. <laughs> um, you are going to. Do you want to stay in the sort of like noise um, alteration realm? Are you going to do any like heavy drive stuff? I think the next pedal actually might be like a a pretty um, acoustic simulator. Yeah, acoustic simulator. <laughs> Take your noisy guitar and make it sound nice. Um, <laughs> it's, I think the next one is going to be like a pretty generally useful for many people boost distortion fuzz um like gain staging cool you can decide um but then after that i don't know like i yeah i'd like to get into just like strange stuff that just really kind of doesn't sound like much else yeah um for whatever reason that just reminded me like again of the pacific northwest and and other places uh okay pedal out there somebody make this um something called the locks Cause you know, you have to get, like you know, but it's like, it's gain staging, but you can turn off on and off, you know, just straight up cut other ones out or build them or whatever. Just, you know, yeah, yeah. like the locks that ships have to pass. But I know you know what I'm saying, but other people are like, what are, it, what are locks? It can be a double entendre too, because yeah, salmon yeah. in the, in the great Northwest. That's, uh, that's where I thought you were going. At first. Oh no, I, I was talking <laughs> about the uh, ship movement things where you have to get a big ship through a little channel or whatever. And then they have to do the locks where they raise and lower yes. into the next channel uh-huh. and then they raise and lower and, they, and then you get to the next one. But like, occasionally a salmon like the gets, Canal. Uh, a, a, a salmon gets stuck in those locks. Yes. And then uh, when yes. they catch them and then they fillet them slightly, yes. they're called locks, L-O-X. Yes. Sometimes a very ambitious salmon makes it through all of it. Yes. To join the human race and blend in with the rest of us. And he keeps the L-O-C-K-S. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, all of our uh, pedal building friends in the Pacific Northwest, make something like that happen. Uh, so, okay, cool, man. Well, listen – I hope that you keep us abreast of the things that you are going to be making. I'm very excited because you you got a great pedal here, and I like your approach to you know as we were talking about sort of the uh, less uh, less clear lines and and being able to put movement into the signal that you have and experiment mm-hmm. and that's really cool. Thanks. Thanks so much. You bet. I dig the spiral on the top of the box. It's it's, oh, hi- yeah. it's hypnotizing me. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at it too long. Oh, hey, actually, as a matter of fact, what's up with, why'd you call it trapdoor? Oh, that oh, was yeah. because um, I was actually thinking that. Does this have so, to do with the blood room? No, it does not have to do okay. with the blood room. Thank you. Um, does it have no, to do with no a spider? Um, it was just. Um, I'm sure you've noticed that like the when the tremolo effect on the pedal comes in can be like surprising. And um And it can drop out. It can drop out exactly. Aha. So, exactly. And so that, and that's all based on how hard you hit the strings, correct? Yep. Or or the synth or whatever you're putting into it. Oh, okay. Um and so at first I was like, well, maybe I should call it the trapdoor tremolo. And then I was like, no, it needs to be called the exit index something because that's, I want people to know that that's, that they don't have to spend $500 on the original. And then I was like, well, I'll just call the company that I have to call the company something. So that was it. Boom. Yep. And there's no more trapdoors out there that that's probably easily found. 
Yeah, I, um, I, I was like, well, now I have to make sure that that's not like an aluminum siding company and um, <laughs> Maspeth Queens or something. But um, but I so far haven't gotten sued, so I think I'm yeah, okay. Yeah, cool, cool. Always a good day when you don't get the cease and desist in the mail. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, shout out to Oliver for like when I was like, I think I'm going to do this. He was like, do you want your schematic? Because it was on the old office computer there. I hadn't like taken it with me when I left. So that's really cool. Saved me a lot of time. Yeah. Of me having to like reverse engineer it and stuff like that. Oh, so. nice. Very nice of that. Yeah. Young Hat, man. Hats off to Oliver. Hats off. Uh, random question, but, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it, it's, it's relative. It's just, you know, kind of a little bit out of the blue, but, um, you've referenced death by audio. Um, were there any other like real major, um, influences, pedal builder wise that either did influence you or you'd like to just recognize um yes and it's weird because i don't own any of their stuff but um (laughs) fairfield circuitry oh yeah is um on a number of levels for one i love i love the aesthetic of um just really um clean and not like overly graphically um, insane or anything like that. Um, I was drawn to it immediately because of that. And then past that, it's, you know, like the, the thing I was saying about like all the, um, the, the lines that are, are just super weird with those pedals. Like you, you, you're like, what you could make things sound like other things. And I really love that. Um, that's a, I'm always kind of thinking when I'm working on a design, like, well, I want it to be as cool as something like that. So, uh, just out of curiosity, did your wife just come in and and cough or sneeze? <laughs> she did. Yeah, she did. It sounded like it <laughs> sounded like the uh, the the fake cough on the synth on Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> yeah, that she's, was really she's weird. Trying, I was like, she's trying you? to get out of school tomorrow. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, hey, just at, are you familiar? Are you mm-hmm. familiar with David Gander? I am not. Should David Gander, yes, you should, because he's also in Brooklyn. And okay. he is uh, Breakfast Audio. Mm. Oh, okay. And he was just on our show recently and making very, very cool stuff. Also very noisy stuff. I think you guys should form a new band. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've, I actually have seen these pedals. I just looked it up. And I, I'm... Same thing with Fairfield, where I'm just like aesthetically yeah, drawn to it's, it. Yeah, it's 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 like so ugly, it's beautiful. Exactly. Yeah, they look like um like these kind of like David Lynchy like yeah. boxes. I actually uh, Billy Spitfire and I, uh, Billy is our co-host who has this kind of the summer off right now. Um, uh, we were at LACMA, LA County Museum of Art, and we were at a, <laughs> we we came in. There it is again. <laughs> it's so weird. The way, the way it's translating through your microphone is crazy. <laughs> I look forward to hearing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyways, we were in this we in this particular area, and we, we passed around these really, really early IBM prototypes, and Billy and I both said, oh, my gosh, that looks like breakfast audio stuff. <laughs> And we took a bunch nice. of pictures and sent it to him. And he's like, this is actually like uh, one of my, I think he was saying that this was 
the guy who designed that stuff he was familiar with and, and really liked his work. Oh, um, wow. I, I could be misquoting myself on that, but it was something along those lines. Hmm. And anyways, uh, at anyways, at any rate, um, uh, yeah, that'd be really cool. You guys should connect. I want this to happen really bad. So David I'll Gander. I'll to him tonight, uh, on Instagram. Do it. Do it. I'll do it. He's a good dude. Um, all right. We are going to round third here and head home. Tony, what do you got for us? Well, Todd, at this point of the show... Yeah, we like to take a little trip in the El Camino. <laughs> and uh, it's a little game we play called uh, Would You Rather? Boy, it's really gotten dry with that Jared doing those. <laughs> I hope he comes back soon. This is bothering me. Hmm. I mean, I appreciate you, Tony. You are but my Jared, feelings, Jared's, Jared's got a little extra special sauce well, up he in does. his brain. He does. So. Yes. He doesn't have to do it all like I do. Yeah. You know, you yeah. sit there and yak, yak, yak. I got to, I have to put this whole show together. <laughs> there was actually a <laughs> super, super little segue. So uh, Jared doesn't know this, but Tony and I exchange um, uh, things on Instagram where we see where, uh, baby Jared. <laughs> <laughs> and I found a new baby Jared that I, I don't know if I sent, but I meant to send. And it's this little, it's this little kid and he's got bubbles and he goes, he's <laughs> Takes the thing, he goes, he goes, dip, 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 dip. <laughs> he actually says that. And he looks like Jared. Dip, 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 dip. And then he puts it in his mouth. And <laughs> we, we could, we could, that, that would be something grown up Jared would do. <laughs> Spitting it out is hilarious. I'm like, oh my gosh. I've seen him do it. All right. We miss you, Jared. Go ahead. <laughs> so this week's Would You Rather, we're getting out of the El Camino now. Yes. Yes. This is a, this is a, this is a, Maybe a, a learning lesson too, but it's it's a fun game. Okay. And so you show up to your gig. You got your full rig, all your guitars, everything, and the mainstay of your sound is fuzz. Mm-hmm. You got your favorite fuzz pedal with you, and you go. Oh, let me just make sure everything works. And lo and behold, lo, and behold, you step on the fuzz pedal. And it does nothing. It's dead. DOA. Okay. Power's gone. Somebody probably plugged it into an AC outlet straight up, <laughs> and it's dead. It's fried. Terrible. So luckily the the club owner says, well, you know, I don't have any pedals laying around, but in the back room, uh, take a look back there and see what you can find. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe you find something. So you find uh, on the shelf is an old, dusty reel-to-reel. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> Hey, Travis, I'm, I'm with you on this one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that coming. And then the shelf next to it is an old Variac. Yeah. And the Variac is something. This is the equivalent of us pulling up all three to a convenience store, and Tony's like, hey, I'm going to run in. You guys want, want me to? No, we'll just we'll stay here. It's cool. You go get it. <laughs> Go, go ahead. Well, there you go. <laughs> so anyhow, so you know, I, I guess I should give a little explanation because um, in the case of the reel-to-reel, you could max out the input gain and turn down the output gain to get a real fuzzy kind of distorted sound, assuming that it works, which it does, strangely enough. <laughs> and then the Variac, which is a, a variable voltage uh 
would also give you a similar thing. It's an attenuator. It's an attenu- a, a voltage attenuator. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, most probably famously used by Edward Van Heusen <laughs> and uh, the shirt guy. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he used to use a very active, br- it's called, technically called browning brown, out. Brown box, yeah. Browning out the amp. Yeah. And so Actually, that, there's one called brown box. Is that I think by Variac? No, the, I'm talking about one. this one is just the the knob that you turn yeah. and it goes from, you know, yeah. 50 volts to 200 volts. Yeah, yeah. It probably stops somewhere before that. Anyhow, so you can get a similar sound using Do you the know why he did that? Uh, I think he the, wanted lower lower well, volume. Well, th- this is this is the story that I heard and I can't remember if it was in the book. Was this after he fell down the steps? No. This is this is he they toured in Europe and the voltage wasn't it's since it's not the same ah. and so he was able to turn it up to get this gain out but it wasn't blasting his ears he's like what now I I could be dead wrong we might have to ask Chris Gill about this um the writer oh yes who was on our show um but then when he came home, he was like, I need this to happen. Yes. And and that's, from what I understand, that's how he got sort of hip to that. Yeah. Well, that's possible, but it's possible. What, what, you're, what you said doesn't make sense. Why? <laughs> well, because think of, you know, when you have a tube amp and you flip off the power. Okay. And right before and it goes <laughs> quiet, it goes. It sounds amazing, yeah. Yeah. And that's the sound that I think he was after. Now the voltage thing, yeah, between U.S. and European voltage, I could probably see that. I don't yeah. know, but anyhow. Yeah. Anyways, if something so, on the back. Anyways. <laughs> anyhow, that's your two choices. You can either use the tape deck to do an input okay. distortion, fuzz, mm-hmm. or you can use the Variac to get the output distortion by browning out the amp. Which will you choose? That's actually a really good question because it also kind of goes into like what kind of vibe are you going for? Yeah, it's a very aesthetic. It really question. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this guy, Tony. I knew you would. Yeah, that's why I, I invited him on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, for me. Yeah, and like um, as soon as you said reel to reel, I was just like, oh, cool. Um, because even though this is a totally different way than your talking about it like there's that like um classic um if you guys have ever listened to like boards of canada or anything oh like yeah that. boards of canada was great yeah i mean and like that's like um a lot of that is the sound of like old uh in that case it's like you know old science films and stuff like that which is yeah. very different than a you know distortion you're gonna get from a reel to reel but like aesthetically it's in keeping with that and um in addition to that, I have played pedals that sound kind of like you're browning out the amp, but I've never played, I've never slammed a reel-to-reel like that. So I'd, I'd go with the, the reel-to-reel. Reel-to-reel it is. Yeah. yeah. Should I go next time? Uh, no, and, and you know, for whatever reason, I was thinking, it's like you could just get like two Frisbees and like sit right crazy graffiti or like spray paint or say words on them and just stick those on the reels so they just spun. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, right? You yeah, know, there's the visual element, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. 
That's not like two eyes. Actually, or you could get a paint stick. You get two paint sticks. Paint okay, stick. I got this. Just okay. go go with me here. All right. You put you 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 put a hole in the middle of each. Yeah. And on one end of each paint stick, you have you put like a little like baby hand, like <laughs> like a baby doll hand. And as they turn, every once in a while, they'll high five each other. Wow. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Probable even. Yes. Really. Uh, there you go. That's what goes on in my brain. So you've been a long enough set. It's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Tony. Uh, I think that I will probably go for the old Variac. And the only reason I say this is sometimes the sounds out of a reel-to-reel preamp can be unpredictable. Mm. Sometimes they're almost that's why Travis likes it. Well, I understand. And, you know, me, I'm just kind of a straight and narrow kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like my voltage low and. <laughs> or as John Harrison's, or John Harrison. <laughs> well, that's, that's the, yeah, that's their weird love child. George Harrison. <laughs> as George Harrison, I've torpedoed my own joke here. Torpedoed. If I didn't write it, it's crap. <laughs> it's crap. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. So, yeah, I'm going to do the Variac because I'll, I'll get the browned out tone. It's consistent. It's going to sound pretty much the same way once, you know, you get to the voltage that you like. So, no, I'm serious. I'm just thinking of John Harrison. <laughs> John Harrison <laughs> and Paul Ringo. Yeah. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Paul Ringo. <laughs> okay, a, go ahead. That's a mess. So, uh, so yes, that's my choice. Very okay. Todd, I'm going reel to reel because I think that that is a really cool aesthetic too. Mm. I, di- I I like the idea. You of just that. like the idea of the baby hands. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even play guitar. He just watched the hands. Uh, yeah, <laughs> distracted yeah. by his own distortion yeah. device. I can see like if if you did have some discs on there or something, and you did like the swirly thing on it you know like mm-hmm. i could oh see, like the spiral thing like the spiral thing yeah i could see like uh danny warhols or brian stonestown or like you know the uh, black angels or something doing have running one of those on somebody's amp that'd be kind of cool yeah i think that would be cool kind of yeah i mean i think i think visually right there it's just like if i saw a band wheel a reel-to-reel out on stage it's kind of hard to say but um yeah. uh yeah and then i was just like oh he's he's just playing through that or she's just playing through that yeah. the whole time like or i are think they? that was amazing exactly you would never really know that's the other thing oh this is amazing now reel-to-reels have gone up 300 <laughs> percent. i can't touch one for under ten thousand dollars he had to yeah. had to play one yeah right uh well that was a good one tony well thank you yeah i, I try I, I always try to tie it into the guest sometimes you come through oh sometimes all right we need to say thank you to a handful of people that's right todd because at this point of the show there's a special group of people we love to thank these are our executive producers now what's an executive producer hey that's what makes this show possible. It's a sponsor, a patron. How do you become one? Head over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple different levels in which you can participate, become a patron, a sponsor hmm. of this show. Mm-hmm. Each level comes with some very nice thank you gifts, some very nice thank you gifts, I might add. 
But as an executive producer. And surpri- like surprise giveaways and stuff. We surprise giveaway. Surprise. Give we away. didn't we didn't even know we were giving it away. No. Um but anyhow, there's one thing more that you get. You get to have a name read on the thing. That's right, your name read on a thing. Thank you, Jared Impersonator number five. Um, so special thanks to these executive producers. Moon Guitars, Vader and Pedals, John Helverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D, Richard Kendall, Mark Garton, James White, Justin Jones, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, mm-hmm. John Esterley, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk, Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hemmer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, James Bell, James Romer, Cameron Pappas, David Tyndall. And I'm told we have not one, but two, two new executive, two, two new man, executive oh producers. So I was shocked and amazed. And pleased. And pleased. So welcome, welcome, welcome aboard to Trevor Ellenberg and Christopher Logan. Yes. You are in very good company, my friends. Indeed. Thank you guys so much. We're going to hear more about those guys coming up. Uh, they're not a, a pair of people. They are two individuals that probably don't know each other. <laughs> but they it might would be weird get, if they did. They might get to know each other. I hope so. But Todd, there's there's another special group of uh, executive producers. There are. Uh, we call them our Grand Poobas. Now the Grand Pooba gets a special fez in addition to all the great stuff. A special fez to wear upon their heads. This is true. Whilst listening to the podcast. So special, special, special thanks to these Grand Poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo, <laughs> Ricardo, no, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wound Pickups, Hicks Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company. John Williams, James Pennington, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Cody Foster, Science of Sound, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. David Poe, Billy Spitfire Unlimited, Congregation Gear Demos, Paul Von Eppinger, Scott Sullivan, Great Lake Guitar Pickups. Great Lakes. There's more than one lake that's great. Yes. And they make guitar pickups. And Matt Hart. Matt Hart, yes. Still getting questions about his hair. Poet Emeritus. Yes. Thank you, one and all, for helping to support our show, to support the uh, all the things that we do here. It is truly, truly needed and appreciated. Uh, let's see here. Travis Johnson, where can people go to buy the pedals that you make with your own bare teeth? <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. I was going to try and make the sound of me talking with, if I only had like nubs for teeth, um, but I didn't know if that would come across. Adults with babies, baby yeah. shaped teeth are really weird. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, trapdoorelectronics.com on the World Wide Web. All right. Go get yourself one of these pedals. Get a piece of history, baby. All (laughs) right. (laughs) Tony. Uh, Head over to pickguardian.com. You can check out some of the things that I have available for sale there, but by and large, what I do is custom work, so shoot me an email, let me know what you need, what you're trying to do, and I will make it happen. If you have a guitar, which you probably do if you're listening to the show, I would think, and you have a pickguard on it, it's probably... Well, An it could be better. It could it's be inferior. It could just be better. <laughs> it could look better. My Give. pick guards will make you play faster, sound better, and be very cool. Yeah, exactly. All the stuff. All right. You Not can really. shoot me an email, Todd, at theguitarnobs.com. You can also DM me on Instagram at guitarnobs. We would love to hear what's going on in your guitar world. We would love for you to send us some would you rather so we yes. can read it on the air. Yeah. And uh, love for you to continue supporting our show in, in whatever way that is. Even if it's just like telling somebody else, if every one of you listen, tell one person, just tell one guitar player wow. about our show. I want I that would make me so happy. Thank we'll, you. We'll have like <laughs> ten people listening then. <laughs> uh, you kill me, Tony. You kill me softly. Anyways, um, also go please check out FlintEffects.com. Oh, yes. If you have an HX stomp, this will protect your knobs. Protect your knobs. Protect everybody. your knobs. Get yourself a stomper at FlintEffects.com. All right. Travis, thank you for joining us on the show. It was a pleasure talking with you. Thanks so, so much. Pleasure, pleasure was mine. Excellent. And now you got a new bestie over there. Maybe, maybe I'm forcing it a little too much. No, no, I should no, probably no. back off. <laughs> I'm not a yenta. <laughs> uh, but I kind of am. All right, everybody, have a fantastic guitar weekend. Subscribe! Yeah. I, I might want to jump out of an airplane with... <laughs> it was... Fair. Travis, if you uh, hear this, that's <laughs> we're going to pump you that's up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not because I didn't like it, but because yeah. I just had somewhere else I had to go. Yeah, that's true. That's a good reason to leave. Upside of this is you don't hit a tree. If things work out in your favor, you don't win lots of money. You just don't die. It's like Harry Carey always said, Trey's win. Trey's win. <laughs> <laughs> but we also I'm have, telling you, Todd, um, I won't stand for it. I want consistency. Yes. Well, you're not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay for me on that one. Uh, you got All a, right. You got a giggle from me. Here we go. <laughs> that, that was a chortle. That was a solid chortle, Tony. Don't rob me. You got, the, you, don't worry. You'll, you'll figure it out. You're uh, super brainiac, man. Um, Titanic trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna have to wing it. You're gonna wing it. You always wing it. All right. All right. No, I usually uh, pre- turn it off. Yeah, what the hell? And away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at Guitar Knobs. Catch you next time.